Hello and welcome to episode 106 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Thrilled. Thrilled? Thrilled to be here. Yeah? <laughs> Listen, Fright Fest is just around the corner. It's True. Very True. exciting I time. Is there uh, a need for Fright Fest now though? What, after the Meg? Yeah. The definitive horror movie of 2018? Exactly. I don't know whether I need any more horror in my life. We'll get we'll get into that discussion. Um, I um, I can tell you're already eager to talk about I'm this primed. movie. Um, but yeah, so obviously before we talk about this week's movie, The Meg, uh, we've got a, a little bit of news here. Actually, there's there's quite a lot of news. I was going to skip some of this, but it's all fairly sort of relevant for us. Um, and yeah, I can't imagine we're going to have a huge amount to say about the film. So strap in. Um, Basically, so a couple of these are pretty easy to skip through, but the, the the first one is that um Castle Rock has officially been renewed for a second season. Um, nice. Sort of not surprising, really, um, but also interesting. You know, we talked about it on the show before how they've, they've sort of said it's going to be an anthology show going forward. Um, really mm. interested to know what that means. Obviously, wait and see, really, until I think that till this season ends, and then we'll kind of think about that, but... Yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm glad. You know, knows, I'm really happy that it got you know announced anyway because I'm loving the season regardless of what they do for season yeah. two. Yeah, I could I could just see it being something where you know it's just a very different story, but there'll still be a lot of recurring characters and stuff. You know, yeah. but who, who knows? Who yeah. knows? All good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, this next one is definitely a longer one, and this has got multiple parts to it, and it's sort of to do with the ongoing story that we've talked about the last few weeks regarding the. Really unfortunate uh, remake for Child's Play. Um, oh. Yeah, so... This we one, have to keep... Yeah, we... We could just Go bury on. our heads in the sand and try and act like this doesn't exist, but sadly it does, and so, yeah, we can talk shit about it. Um, but basically, uh, so it seemed like production had begun on this one, um, where... So the director um, tweeted on... Or, sorry, put it on Instagram... Um, basically uh, a cover of the script um, so Child's Play written by uh, Tyler Burton Smith um, and said uh, week one let's play hashtag Child's Play um, mm. and then also funny enough hashtag legacy hashtag respect hashtag honoured um, <laughs> which I just <laughs> nice thought, try yeah nice try um, again I'm sure it's not his idea you know he's oh just, yeah yeah, like, yeah, and and the thing is, for, for this guy, he's probably buzzing to get like yeah. a franchise like that. Like, no disrespect to him at all, because no. yeah, I'm sure he's living the dream. It's just no one else wants to be a part of it. <laughs> no, like we we want to see his last movie, which is Polaroid, but it's just apparently it just yeah. doesn't exist anymore. That's what I'd like to see. <laughs> um, so yeah, that kind of everyone went a bit wild because it it was kind of a bit unexpected. Um, I think that they've kind of backtracked from that. Like, it's the funny internet. that he actually has deleted that post, um, which is really bizarre. Um, Amazing. But apparently, I think it's reported, um, yeah, there is an exact date, but pretty much it is going to be uh, filming sometime later this month. Um, so, again, they are going ahead with this, even with all the sort of bad press involved with it. Um Obviously, for people that don't know, like, the full story, just briefly, but, like, uh, Don Mancini, long-time, obviously, creator of Child's Play um, and the Chucky franchise, is still going ahead with his own TV series of Child's Play um, and sort of continuing where Cult of Chucky, the last Chucky film, left off, um, which is really exciting with all of, you know, Brad Dorf, uh, Jennifer Tilly, Fiona Dorf, and all those people. Um, whereas this is a completely different take, um, obviously... It well, was... this, this is child's play essentially because we've not had a child's play movie since child's play three you know i guess something because i'd love to know what actually happened because obviously something must have happened where don lost the rights to the to the to the brand name apparently you know, why we switched to chucky yeah um mgm owned the rights to just the first child's play movie <laughs> right um, they can't do any sequels they can't pick up any of the characters from any of the later films so obviously any of the Amazing. you know jennifer, yeah, jennifer is, is definitely yeah. not involved but they have they can call a character andy barclay they can call a character chucky and they can have it yeah. you know look like the original good guy doll um so it's really interesting they haven't obviously talked about that yet whether it's going to be called chucky because obviously it's like a what is it? it's like a sort of rogue ai isn't it like a technologically advanced killer doll they said um you know it isn't yeah. like a serial killer possessing a doll so it's it's very very different um but yeah just the kind of the final part of this was that um uh christina lease who's like sort of the star of the original uh movie um 
she is basically uh they were talking to her about this all and she had a, a few interesting things to say um th- there's a there's a whole sort of in-depth interview here so definitely i'd recommend people looking it up because there's a, there's a lot to go off but basically she's not happy at all <laughs> um <laughs> much like a lot of other people um she said that it's an unbelievable dick move to do um she said that i don't know why you'd mess around with a healthy franchise um essentially mm. saying like you know they're competing with each other like you've already got this existing healthy franchise which dot which don and everyone are still continuing and... yeah but under what label is that with obviously not mgm no it's not with mgm no mm. um but yeah like it's just it's it's weird when you start a movie from such a bad place because like i say so yeah. many people like it's already a, a fairly small audience i think that really cares about child's play at this point and pretty much everyone who cares about child's play is still caring about child's play in the sense that we really like the canon and what they're doing with the recent movies yeah that that's what i find weird because it sounds to me like they've they've got a somewhat interesting idea for a movie that's not a child's play movie yeah you know a, a rogue ai you know doll that's not you know that, that's ripping off chucky but not a child's play movie it's just its own idea and whatever and if that was just to come out i'd be somewhat interested in it but the only people that are interested in the child's play brand are not going to like this movie yeah and so why put the brand on it you know why not just call it kill a doll like you know yeah. it, it it's really odd that they've kind of you know upsetting people to get the brand that is only worth something for the people that are upset <laughs> yeah it's a weird one because i think usually in these types of cases i think mm. they try and take it on the chin the bad press and and feel yeah. like okay it's the vocal minority that can complain but ultimately yeah. we may end up with a really profitable film at the end of the day because that's what this is all about yeah but like you said the fact that there's a very limited audience of people that i do think care about like it's not uh, granted charles play is a fairly big name but i don't think it's on the level of like you know halloween just, or anything oh no i just wonder if they're going for like an unfriended approach like we just want a brand to put onto this film and if you know there might have been people that are very unhappy that unfriended two was completely different to unfriended one you yeah. know who the hell knows because that's even more of a minority i just wonder if they're just thinking well most people have heard of chucky and child's play outside of horror films so if they release one with a big flashy trailer will that get enough bums on seats for people because obviously we've not had a chucky movie in the cinemas for a long time yeah so, you know, is that going to get enough of the casual to not care about us, the vocal minority? Who yeah. knows, man? Um, just the final part of this is what she said was quite interesting, because I think one of the main reasons why she was so upset was that the essentially this could have derailed um, the TV series mm. and the project, because she talks about how Don is, is taking back the Child's Play name. You know, it is a Child's Play, the TV series. And so yeah. for the first time, this isn't Bride of, Seed of, Curse of, Cult of. This is going back to that. And mm. um, Yeah, I forgot her, about that. Her point was, she says... Um, uh, Don has an opportunity here to further a story he's been telling for 30 years, but rather than telling it in 90-minute segments every three or four years, he can tell 10 hours of story in the next 10 weeks and get like ahead of you know all of the story that he has in his head. Um, and she's essentially saying that to potentially ruin that and destroy that is like really messed up on their part. And obviously, like we agree with that. Um, I think it's fairly obvious that MGM don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, this is an interesting one. Like, obviously, we're gonna. I imagine this is gonna go ahead. Like, I'd be really, really surprised if they pulled the pulled the plug on this one. It's it's quite amazing, really, because there's there's obviously competing uh, film studios with competing licenses and mm. licensing issues that go on, you know, constantly. You know, obviously, we're in the middle of like a DC Marvel one, but there's been, you know, tons of things where you know you you know that there's competing brands, but this just seems like one of the dirtiest moves I've ever seen from some from from a company. Yeah, you know, where they really have no respect for the other because normally there's there's an element of mutual respect at least. Mm. But yeah, it's disappointing yeah it's crazy so yeah we'll see about this one but yeah we are we are fully in the camp of all the what everyone is saying pretty much that we just hope that to god this remake doesn't happen because it does not need to happen at all um but yeah this next one is definitely a more sort of uplifting story like i was okay. super happy to read this um basically our, our boy young sang ho uh director <laughs> of such classics as train to busan um of course he did have a movie that came out was that this year or was that i think it was this year wasn't it? The, uh, psychokinesis um which we were kind of interested in but it pretty much wasn't a horror movie so i, I definitely <laughs> want to check it out at some point um but yeah basically uh yeah, we, we've got to spend our time watching films like the meg <laughs> listen we'll get to that um, <laughs> okay 
but uh yeah so basically it's been reported all, all around the sort of uh korean websites that he is working on a sequel to train to busan as his next nice. movie um with the working title peninsula um so yeah like this is this is all we've got to go on so far i assume it's, it's all i need probably late 2019 we'll see it maybe if not 2020 but man i, I can't wait because yeah train to busan one of the best movies that we've seen for the show so I'm all, I'm all down for this. There, there is definitely more that he can do with that as well. So, um, yeah, exciting stuff. Um, definitely. Gives us great characters like dickhead businessman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, like like random businessman. What a, what a character. Um, but yeah, He's th- the best. He's <laughs> the worst best. Best villain of uh, 2017. Yep. Um, do, should we talk about Bruce Campbell? I mean, why not? <laughs> he just finds a way, doesn't he, of just continuing yeah. to get Has he released name. another book? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, um, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, uh, he he done an interview with, I think it was with Bloody Disgusting, which hasn't been posted yet, but I think they kind of posted this little tidbit ahead of time because they just wanted to get the scoop on it, which is fair enough. Um, where he, Back on, on in Twitter a while ago, he basically teased that he would be up for upcoming iterations of the franchise, um, was the words he used, um, even though he said that he's kind of retired as Ash. I got people... really emotional about his tweet and everything. Like, yeah, it, it <laughs> come was, on, Bruce. Well, it was a really weird thing. And so basically I think they pressed him on that, saying... Um, what's going to happen um yeah and they, they were talking about potential video games and he said um i have previous obligations i have to fulfill they, they are doing a video game a whole immersive kind of dealio i'll be ash for that because <laughs> i wouldn't want someone else's voice hamming it up um so Brilliant. yeah this sounds like some sort VR. of yeah vr <laughs> evil dead game coming up um you know there hasn't been one announced um gamescom is just around the corner so who knows but uh yeah this is a really weird one it wasn't what i was expecting um obviously no. bruce has voced ash in multiple evil dead games um some yeah of and some cool. of them have been fantastic yeah for the boomstick exactly yeah there was a, couple a sequel of, of that yeah there was a few well didn't they do a sequel to that probably um regeneration or something but yeah there was there was a few uh, wasn't there of that I era want, yeah i want more um but yeah it, like this is this is cool and weird because like the fact that he like is already was so adamant about not playing Ash, like I already found mm. that odd at the time. Like it's fair enough if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. But I think it was more in this in it felt a little bit in kind of spite of people wanting to continue Ash versus Evil Dead. Like it was nice that there was a lot of fans, you know, doing campaigns to bring it to Netflix and stuff. And yeah. maybe that was his way of just like getting control of the situation again and being like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. But yeah maybe it's it's really it's really tough like mm. i think you know he, he shouldn't go back on something that he said so quickly uh it almost it almost does seem like he kind of said that and then was like oh yeah i've already <laughs> made commitments yeah like he sent the tweet and then like he just got like a, a letter come through the post like a week later like uh dear mr campbell please see that you've committed to this video game uh check cashed your bank two weeks ago like, yeah. damn it <laughs> <laughs> I know. it's brilliant it's, it's weird man yeah so that's pretty much what happened there but god i love it sweet um and yeah i'll just want to continue to bring up evil dead whenever we can um so yeah th- uh, just two more on this very long uh, news section this week um th- this one's kind of cool Basically... anything to avoid the inevitable <laughs> exactly um so uh jason bloom himself obviously head of bloom house uh, he did like this really long q a on twitter uh, last week um people asking loads of different stuff obviously mostly sort of halloween focused but th- there was also a few smaller little tidbits um and one of the main things i wanted to talk about because i thought it was really cool um was basically happy death day 2 um, nice. obviously happy death day we absolutely adored that movie um I'm, I'm really in the mood for a movie like that currently like you know a really good horror movie that is very much like comedy as well because mm. i think we, we saw a few of those last year and we haven't just had yeah think, we just had a void haven't we this year yeah um, we saw like a ton of you know like i don't feel at home in this world mm. anymore and like uh babysitter and that yeah, sort of thing kill 68 kill yeah and then obviously like the big theatrical one but like hardly any this year Exactly. So, like, I can't wait for that movie. But basically, someone said, uh, what's the latest on Happy Death Day 2? Um, and he replied kind of strangely enough. He said, some of us saw it and it's good. Um, <laughs> which is strange because it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's just the Twitter kind of uh, formatting of it because it sounds a bit odd. Like, oh, some of us saw it and it's good. But the, the kind of the takeaway from this is, oh, it's been filmed and is, you know, mm. I guess a final cut has been made. 
Um, yeah. Bloom Palace are really weird with That's this stuff. Like, they, they pretty much done it with Unfriended as well, didn't they? Where they kind of like mm. secretly filmed it. Um, they've done the same thing with the gallows as well. Basically, the gallows too is like filmed and ready to go, because um, yeah. he said that that's gonna gonna uh, release in the sort of the next nine months. Because um, I think the thing with someone like Bloomhouse is they just have so much on the go, um, and mm, they don't want to bury their smart. movies. So like, because I reckon if Halloween wasn't happening, we would have had Happy Death Day too this Halloween. Yeah, um, I think that's the thing. We we know that like they have so many of these films, obviously ones that they just film themselves, but mm. ones that they buy and have yeah. in a can ready to go. And like you say, they don't want to talk about um, the the next one before the one, you know, the one that they've got coming out is yeah. all about Halloween right now. And then yeah. it'll be all about the next one. And they do such a good job of keeping their films in the limelight. I yeah. mean, they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. And to, to be fair, they're, it's win-win because they're, they're making money hand over fist, but they're giving us more often than not great movies. Oh, yeah. They've been, they've been smashing it. And yeah, I completely yeah. agree with that 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 process you know of mm. let's talk all about this one movie give that the limelight and then move yeah. on to the next one because i think it's you know you get to see it in films and especially video games like oh here's this 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 and this and, and you yeah know, here's the hot thing yeah but, but like here's the hot thing and it has the hot next hot three things after mm. it and it's kind of like i just want the one thing you know so like yeah. i'm glad that it is a case of halloween gets the limelight and then you know by november then, slash december, then they'll probably give us a release date to happy death day you know maybe early next year or potentially at the end day. of the year um but again it just it just adds to what is going to be like an insane 2019 um obviously we're, we're gonna to have to do sort of a preview aren't we at the, the start of next year because it's gonna be crazy um, oh, i'll be all over it yeah it's gonna be a fun one um this last one is just very briefly because i uh i actually forgot to send you the trailer for this one so you probably haven't seen it <laughs> Damn. um it's a movie called sleep no more have you heard of this one um was that one of our twitter mentioned ones i can't remember uh, I, yeah i think i think um i didn't see the trailer for it but i yeah yeah, so the trailer was released this one. I saw it. It's out on October 2nd, so of course, like every other movie this year. Um, so God hmm. knows when we'll get around to watching it. Um, but it looks really cool. It's basically about these uh, students um, where they're trying to... They're doing these like experiments where basically they have a theory that if you can stay awake for 200 hours, <laughs> <laughs> then you basically never need to sleep again. Um, right. So, and basically they're kind of monitoring these people as they're trying to stay awake, but then they start hallucinating and they start basically going insane. Um, so it's kind of really got this like Nightmare on Elm Street feel to it oh, where say, each, each character is experiencing completely different side effects to what's going on. Um, whilst also in this kind of like, you know, they're all really wide eyed and, and just that, that kind of fight to stay awake. Like it looks really cool. Like I, I, mm. I definitely dug the trailer. So it was one that I wanted to bring up. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get to watch that in October. Um, so that's all the news. There was just a very brief hype train update. Um, basically, I, I wanted to mention it because it's probably going to be the last one for a while. I know we keep saying this. Yeah. But, um, this was the final of his sort of announced character posters um, that he was going to tease. And of course, he, he in, in a lot of people's eyes, saved the best to last um, because he we finally get our sort of main shot of Baby, the return of Baby. Um, so yeah, Baby Firefly, of course, on the poster, we've seen sort of all of our main characters now, as well as our new mm. characters. Um, I, I had to mention this because I definitely got, we got a lot of people mentioning it on Twitter as well that are very yeah, excited definitely. for this. Um, but yeah, it's great, isn't it? I don't really know if we have any more to say about this at this point. <laughs> not really. I mean, it's Baby, isn't it? Like, yeah. what more is there to say about it? There's not a lot to kind of go on by it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, it's super cool. Like we can't wait. Obviously, it is, it is I, know, I just I just hope that now after we've, now the the exciting thing for me is now this is the last one. The next thing we're going to get is a trailer. It's yeah, I think we will. I really think oh. we will. I hope we at least yeah, get I think the, it's gonna be the, soon. the proper release of the teaser trailer that he was showing at his concerts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you know do. it didn't have any new footage or anything, but it was so hype. Like it was. I loved it so much. Like from from seeing it, you know, filmed in the audiences or whatever um but yeah i'm pretty sure his tour is like now coming to an end as well so yeah he's he's gonna hopefully rob lock him in that editing room and don't <laughs> let him come out until he's got a final film <laughs> definitely definitely um, so yeah that was that was all the news shall we shall we finally do it oh let's do it man yeah let's do it are you excited oh, am let's I? talk about potentially the best movie of the year the meg So, it has finally arrived. The Meg 
is upon us. Yeah, it we have snuck seen up it. on us. For a 70-foot shark, it snuck up on yeah, us, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. I wish it was 70-foot. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, so this obviously came out the same day as Unfriended, Dark Web in the UK. Um, <laughs> we made a good decision. <laughs> we were so close to watching The Meg first. <laughs> And we were like, you know what? We're actually excited for Unfriended. And then it turned out to be uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah. I guess we're going to... So this is our review part two of Unfriended. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, <laughs> now that you can actually hear Mike this uh, week, maybe you want to give yeah. us your thoughts on the movie. Yeah, I'd love to actually give my thoughts on it for people to hear. Uh, but no, let's talk about the Meg. Yeah. Uh, give us give us. I the... mean... I mean, when did did we ever have a hype level for the Meg? No. Like, no. I think I, when I read it and I saw a shark movie, I was like, eh, I've dug a couple of shark movies, and then yeah. I saw Statham's name and was like, oh, this is gonna blow, and then just <laughs> was pretty much to that level ever since. I hoped that this movie could be something, which we'll, we'll get into it as we talk about this movie because I, I do think it's fairly interesting the kind of what ifs with a movie like this. Um, I don't know, man. You're but, stretching already. <laughs> but yeah, just why don't you why don't you give us sort of the synopsis of this one because it's not going to take you very long. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking giant shark trying to eat people. <laughs> Done. Right. What did you think of it? <laughs> um, I, I guess to give you a little bit more of a synopsis. Mm. Uh, this movie kind of does try to give you like a hell of a lot of story mm. <laughs> when it doesn't really need to. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, we've got a group of kind of scientists that are um, studying deep sea diving and have kind of discovered that there's this um, level that they can get to deeper than they've ever been able to go before. Um, if they kind of break through some sort of methane gas pocket or some <laughs> sciencey thing. Um, I think I did a good job of yeah, that. I'm pretty sure uh, that's what they said in the film. Yeah, nailed it. Um, and and they they do so and end up discovering you know a whole new kind of you know world basically of creatures and everything. And as they're exploring, their um, submarine is attacked um, and is uh, damaged, so it can't resurface. But the people on board are still okay. Um, and then we basically get an Armageddon style montage where a load of guys go to get the one man that can save the day, which is uh, Jason Statham. Mm. Um, ironically enough, his ex-wife is one of the people in the submarine. And oh, yeah. if that's not a reason for him not to rescue them, uh, <laughs> he goes and tries to save them. Yeah. Um, and in doing so, awakes the Meg, which is a um... – so we see a giant – squid don't we yeah we do yeah so so statham goes down and uh tries to rescue the submarine and ends up getting attacked by a giant squid and then kind of gets saved because the shark eats the squid yeah but now well, he's the, got to deal the, with the shark it's the girl whose um <laughs> submarine gets attacked yeah, potato, <laughs> and and yeah um and then it's giant shark versus man for you know the rest of the movie but not in a endearing sharknado type way <laughs> Or a very interesting or exciting way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you think of this, Ted? <laughs> um, yeah, it was really bad. Um, it it starts off really bad. Like the the opening scene is really really shit. Um, yeah, it, the opening scene is basically showing Stafeman. He's like a specialist in underwater rescues, mm. uh, which is a very niche job title. Yeah. You know, there's uh, there's not many of these guys on the planet. Mm. Um, and it's maybe his first encounter with a Meg. Yeah. Or the Meg. Like it's just it's just a really a really really poor scene to start your movie because it's mm. it sets the tone unfortunately for everything was to come um, really poorly shot action um, where you don't get a sense of like <clears throat> thrill or excitement in any way shape or form it's just jittery murky it's unclear what's going on um, there's some really bad CGI at the start of this movie when, yeah. when the, oh kind my of the God. wall caves yeah. in yeah um, there's like a submarine out of war and it's being attacked and it's just caving in and it it looks awful like you know these guys just need to go back and watch nightmare on elm street like just get a blanket you know but this is like a really pivotal moment in the film as well because like the, this movie does yeah. which unfortunately i thought it would which i don't know why so many of these movies have fell into this trap now it's probably because of jaws um but even a lot of different not just shark but monster movies do this where they don't want to show you the monster or like what the thing is so they kind yeah. of like try and skirt around it in these in these what they think is but clever camera seeing, techniques we're seeing the goddamn shark jump out of the water in the trailer yeah 
Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, what like, are they trying to hide? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I've been walking past a giant <laughs> theatrical poster of the shark's face for three months. I know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. If they do this in Predator, I'm going to go insane. Yeah, oh, they will. But, like, hopefully just not for that long. Yeah, because exactly, the first shot of the Predator should just be the bloody Predator's face. And just be like, here he is. Yeah, just be like, here is he is, but he looks sick as fuck, don't he? Yeah, like, like, don't try carry and hide on. it. Because th- that's why this opening scene is so terrible. Because they can't show the Megalodon. So they're basically yeah. trying to make this intense scene. You don't know what's going on obviously with the wall being crushed that's supposed to be this big moment like statham looks at it and is like oh my god that's something crazy but because of the fact that the cgi is shockingly bad don't crush like that yeah it's just it it takes you out of the movie immediately and so then to add to it you get terrible acting from everyone involved in in especially the opening scene where it's like you don't get a sense that that's where i would say yeah it's fairly consistent um but yeah this opening scene is just you you can watch this is what i'd recommend to people already before we get into the main discussion if you have any shred of caring about this movie when you can obviously i wouldn't recommend you do this at cinema because you're gonna be paying full price but when this is like available on demand or whatever if you have any interest in this movie at all just watch the opening scene first because it will give you the perfect gauge of whether or not you will like this movie or not because it just it sums it up perfectly it'll show you the level of action you're gonna get the level of acting the level of cgi it's like it's like a perfect microcosm of the rest of the movie and i really it is but i can can tell you now you you just don't have to go further than that (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's just the the opening scene sucks and then yeah it it doesn't really get much better like there there are a couple of okay to cool moments in this film um in a two-hour movie which is just barely passable and like it is this is one of those ones where obviously we see it for the show so we were going to see it anyway we kind of have a uh, a movie pass for our cinema so you know we don't pay essentially for the movie we pay like an overall fee per month and thank god man yeah it was the only saving grace for yeah this. because this is one of those movies where like and again it's been out for about at least a week hadn't it prior to us seeing mm. it and like this was a full screening of this movie and like i was just looking around at people thinking like are they happy that they paid like 15 quid to watch this movie <laughs> because i i would have felt robbed like i felt robbed of my time let yeah, alone my wallet like that it was just it's just not good like it's a really bad it's, film <laughs> it's a difficult one because um you know it's it was borderline um you know a, a film that we were going to do for the show potentially mm. because obviously it's not hardcore horror yeah um we knew that going in but as we already said like we sometimes like a little bit of comedy and you know even you know a bit of action to you know to mix things up a bit explore the genre like this is still classed as an action horror sci-fi yeah um but this movie has almost zero horror elements in it. And as you were saying, the action is so poor. You know, I think before we saw this film, we mentioned a couple of times Deep Blue Sea. Mm. And that was kind of like the bar for me, yeah. where I was like, if it's as good as Deep Blue Sea, I'll be happy. But at least if it gives me some of those mo- moments where, you know, it knows it's a dumb movie, but at least it has fun with it. But like not none of this was fun. There was no good jokes there was no really good action you know kind of um rain wilson's character is kind of the one that tries to give the odd um kind of you know he's kind of like the eccentric billionaire Mm. essentially um and ultimately like his his finale was just like that could have been a funny moment and it just sucked like to the point i was like really you've done it like that yeah um yeah, there like he's, was... he's an interesting character like he's okay in this movie and he is the best thing in it by far <laughs> and like yeah, that's which, how low which, the bar which is which sucks because i thought he was really poor yeah um, but, I, but i still don't disagree with what you've said <laughs> yeah. um you know there's a there's a character called dj in this movie i, could, I where... can't even remember who that is <laughs> well he's he's basically he becomes name. he becomes the token black guy Oh, which right, was my yeah. issue. Oh, um, yeah, there's a really because, rubbish joke that doesn't work. Yeah, about swimming. well, because because he was just a, a, a every, you know, just a regular character in this movie. What, suddenly, about halfway through, he just became, like, the most stereotypical token black guy ever, ever like the one-liners and everything else. And it was just, it was really cringeworthy um, and really disappointing. And, yeah, t- to be honest, for me, this movie has zero redeeming qualities. It it's so long like it's almost two hours long and it feels like four yeah there's um there's no like there's no kind of race against the clock you know there's no um heightened tension in this movie at all 
they're they're constantly just you know this giant shark that could just absolutely wipe them all out doesn't really ever seem like a giant threat to them they're just like oh well i guess we're gonna have to go kill a megalodon Mm. and then they just kind of have a couple of attempts and then eventually get there with it um and it's just kind of you know you you watch a movie like jaws and you you know obviously it's not a fair comparison at all but like you've got to take something from that movie and just be like, oh, yeah, you know, they did everything so right. Can we just do one thing right like mm-hmm. that, that movie did? And it really, like I say, this was one, one of one of the most frustrating films I've seen for the show, especially for a long while. We've seen some good stuff. We've seen some stuff that kind of, you know, was disappointing, but warranted kind of the discussion. This one just frustrated me, to be honest. Yeah, the, the um, worst type of movies that we watch for this show is when, when yeah. you come out of it and you think, I've just completely wasted my time. And yeah. I feel like I don't even want to talk about it. Because, like, I, again, like, the perfect example of this when you can see a bad movie, but you know it's good for the show is, like, Truth or Dare. Where it was yeah. like, we wanted to see that movie. We didn't like it, but but it was an interesting discussion of where that movie failed. Yeah. Um, and you could see that they were at least going for something. Whereas, yeah, as soon as you watch this, like... There is kind of a little bit of that, like I was hinting at before, where clearly this movie has just been mishandled from every angle, um, where clearly, like, at some point, someone thought about making a horror film. Um, at some point, whether it was the first <laughs> iteration, the second, the third, whatever, it, some marketing guy, like, someone on the crew um, just said the word horror. Yeah, like, there'd, there'd have been a brain map with Jaws written on it yeah, somewhere. Exactly. Like, question like, that was clearly, yeah, exactly, that's perfect. Like, that was clearly the point at some point, but it just, this movie yeah. changed so many times i think that was one of the worst things about it was that it didn't know what it wanted to be like there are a couple of moments where it tries to be like a horror movie for like a second and then it completely Mm. steers away from that there are times where this wants to be a serious action movie and then it completely steers away from that there's there's times where it wants to be the zany silly action movie which is what i personally wanted this to be like a silly action horror hybrid i Um, wanted this to be a theatrical sharknado movie basically you know something with a budget you know sharknado movie with a budget but knew it was dumb but still you know piranha you know esque as well you yeah. know that that sort of thing we we saw um skyscraper a few weeks ago which yeah. is uh, obviously just an action movie and that movie knows what it is perfectly and yeah. it leans into that and and that's why i enjoyed that movie because it nailed the tone like it's not trying to be mission impossible or another action movie like it knows what no. it is and it exists in that space well and that's why this movie sucks so much because it tries at times to be a genuine like cool action movie and then at times it wants to give you the silly jason statham's gonna fist fight a shark moments and like it doesn't know what it wants to be i i really thought this movie was gonna end in a fist fight i mean it almost does oh, so but i mean i meant it was so I, disappointing I when he didn't he punch the shark just, yeah i mean he, he pretty much just does you know it's, it's hand-to-hand combat in the end yeah you know um but the, the thing that i think is the biggest disappointment with this is that obviously this movie is called the meg mm. the meg is the central character of the advertising you know everything else um when you get into the movie the meg essentially is not a character it's just a shape you know it's just this thing underwater it you could replace the meg with any animal that's just mm. giant and underwater and essentially when you watch a, a great monster movie the monster takes on a character you know jaws had a character you know not not it doesn't need to be an emotional thing mm. but it needs to it needs to become a character in the movie that almost deserves to be credited you know, and and the Meg is just one of the the most senseless things I've ever seen. You know, essentially, it just pops up, and it's just so interchangeable. Yeah, you never um, get a sense of like time or place, like no. where the Meg is or at even, any time, or even really scale, because mm. they they try to mess with it. Because I mean, we're obviously not recommending this movie, so I feel I feel fairly safe just to talk about anything in this yeah. because no no one listening to this should watch this movie. <laughs> um just full stop yeah but um you know they they kind of try to troll you when they kill what they think is the meg essentially and then the real meg shows up so for an entire chunk of the movie we've seen a shark that looked pretty big and then they're trying to gazompus with another one and so i just never really from that point on got a sense of what the meg actually was how big it was it just it it just felt dumb like sometimes it felt like uh 
you know, it almost felt like something in like a comic book where like they draw it and it's the size of a building and then the next minute it's just <laughs> the size of a car. Yeah. Because like one minute it's underwater and it's swimming under people and it looks like it's the size of, you know, uh, I don't know, multiple buses. And then and then suddenly when Stafeman's fighting it, it looks like it's, you know, about the size of, I don't know, The Rock. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Like the the one at the end that he does fight definitely felt smaller than the one that was in the middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just you you don't get that sense of of scale. And yeah, it's just it's real dumb. Like everything they've done just doesn't really make sense. Like you say, it does feel like it's a mismatch where they've just kind of cobbled and cobbled it together and threw enough of a budget at at kind of the marketing that this movie's going to make money which upsets me yeah because i you know i feel like it's, it's done quite good already um it had a big budget but i think it's already made its budget back yeah it had a um, huge budget didn't it, it was yeah well what i'm seeing imdb is 130 mil budget mm. but already three three fifteen in the u.s box office alone yeah so that disappoints Plus, me this massively. Is clearly, a movie designed at foreign audiences as well, like overseas. Audiences. Yeah, it's it again. It misses the mark of that though, because yeah. um, obviously casting choices are the main reason for that, and obviously monster movies do generally well abroad. But yeah. other than that, it has no. I can't see it having any appeal for that sort of audience. Um, and what what was it that we saw a film? Not that long ago, that kind of laid into that as well, but did it a lot better. I can't think what it was now, but well, whereas like um, set in a different country or whatever. Mm, well, skyscraper mm. did that as well. That was it. It was yeah. skyscraper. Yeah. I was thinking of. <laughs> um, I was like, was it for the show? <laughs> yeah, no, it was skyscraper, where where it was obviously trying to you know get that audience, and it did a much better job of achieving everything that it wanted to do. You know, yeah. skyscraper is a good comparison for this, and just showing how how you can nail what you're trying to do, and and yeah, this this movie misses the mark massively for me. The Definitely. only thing it gave me a chuckle for was it we got you know we got some good interactions on it. Yeah, um, I did want to say just briefly as well to kind of so yeah, that, I guess that's a good time ready to bring up some of the uh, questions that we got about this movie <laughs> um, <laughs> or comments. We yeah. got po- probably one of our favorite comments I've ever we've ever had. Yeah, so um, this first one, um, so yeah, where where do we start? Okay, so uh, this one's from uh, Movie Vet. Um, says I have a question. How do you think I should go about asking for a refund? Um, <laughs> Well, if Jason Statham has Twitter, uh, just at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's bad, isn't it? It's obviously just bad. Um, yeah, I mean, we already said, like, I was going to bring it up when we read this comment that, like, thank God that we have, uh, you know, Limitless, uh, yeah. um, our equivalent of MoviePass, because it feels like you've not just wasted a chunk of your money, just some of our precious time, you yeah, know. <laughs> definitely. And a, and a whole show on it. Um, yeah. The, uh, the next one is from... Yeah, I think uh, go to your local cinema, though, that you saw it in, and just say, look, I, I think you need to give me a freebie. Like, I've been done here, guys. I mean, it, personally, to answer this semi-seriously, if I was paying for this, um, I would have walked out, and I would have asked for a refund, for, like, halfway through the movie. Um, yeah. Because I definitely wouldn't have wanted to see the rest of it. Um, yeah, the, the next one is from uh, Joe Lawless. Uh, he says, my question is, why are you reviewing this film? um great question. i don't know man <laughs> so to answer this semi-seriously yeah um basically from my own personal point of view i'm totally down for a horror action hybrid um i think that there's there is an interesting place there where you can make some cool films you know i, I definitely would consider something like a hardcore henry in that i was in gonna say vibe. there's a hardcore henry there's um the other one that we saw last year in the tower block obviously um oh yeah mayhem yeah mayhem you know that sort of thing uh you know there there are a ton of movies like that 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 can toe the line even like the resident evil movies back in the the day you know as well um yeah and i definitely think it's worth exploring and also i think with this um the reason why i finally sat down in the cinema to watch it was because pretty much everyone in the horror community that i was kind of looking at was seeing this and talking about it so i felt only right you know we try to see all of the theatrical horror that we can yeah and this this did bleed into that and was big enough and a lot of people were talking about it so you know we we had on demand things that interested us way more but mm. uh, you know we we want to try to get into the cinemas as much as we can it's kind of you know the the main aim so that's why we've gone to see this turd 
Yeah, I completely agree. That's a really good point. Like th- this has had traction and newsworthy, mm. uh, you know, moments in the horror community. And yeah, so we, we were clearly like thinking that along the lines of there was at least some elements of horror. And I think a lot yeah. of people were as well. And I think it's the movies large enough, like Sharknado is a great example. There's been at least two of those come out, I'd say, since we've been doing the show and we've not gone near them because <laughs> they just they come out and no one talks about them. But yeah. enough people were talking about this to warrant our eyes at least go into it and giving you an honest opinion yeah because at the end of the day like we want to give you guys an opinion on all horror uh like we say sometimes we do the hard work so you don't have to and this is definitely one yeah like <laughs> we've taken one for the team guys yeah definitely um i think this is the uh, final question about the meg um so paul uh, says on twitter would you watch a sequel to the meg nope yeah like i'm gonna say no but under the stipulation of like no <laughs> you you stop right there (laughs) this movie sucks right so obviously you shouldn't see more of it but the idea of if they were to go back and and you know change the the narrative and be like look we know we screwed up we are going to try and achieve what we thought this movie was potentially going to be ages and ages ago then i'm I'm interested like i I mean it's interesting enough to watch the meg Meg 2 is an 18 (laughs) then that's uh, if it's anything less than 18 i'll take a 15 at this point no Um, i wouldn't even take a 15 was this even a 12a i think it was a 12a because that was another thing that i I wanted to mention as well because we both said about it after we watched this movie was when you watch these films and they try and not use swear words um, yeah in the place of swear words it is awful it to me personally as a film goer is one of the most cringeworthy things i see in films um obviously one of the main parts of this movie is where jason statham is clearly gonna say like shit um like something's happening and he literally goes shh and then it like cuts to the next scene like something you would see in a trailer where they obviously don't want to show the swear word in a trailer but seeing that in a movie like the actual final cut of the movie is embarrassing because you're like clearly he said it but then clearly they need to cut it for the age rating so like that sort of stuff man and like they say friggin a lot which again is always phrasing like it, I... I just i just find it frustrates him because you can you can articulate being annoyed without swearing yeah. so so just write it into the square the script better dialogue if you're not gonna swear you yeah. know you don't need to yeah definitely. um you know but what they did yeah it was just atrocious yeah it was really bad but yeah like we don't we have anything else to say about this movie do we no no where was the where was the other comment? We had another comment on Twitter, the one that really made me laugh. I thought we had another one. Oh, was that that was when we were watching it, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So yeah. Those are our questions. We we did say when we were seeing. Oh yes, yeah, so that was when we were uh, saying that we were going to go watch this movie. Yeah. Um, we got five, quite a few good ones. The best one was from uh, Movie Obulet, who said. Um, so basically, we were basically saying we're going to see the Meg. Wish us luck. Um, they said the CGI sharks are more convincing than the actors' approximations of human behavior, and the CGI sharks aren't very convincing. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean that sums up the movie for me in a nutshell. Let's move on. Yeah, if you need a two-line review of the Meg, <laughs> yeah. there it is. Um, amazing. There it is. Um, well done, guys. So yeah, that was our that was our discussion of the atrocious movie, The Meg, which you absolutely should not go see, and definitely don't give them any of your money. Um, no, don't watch it on demand. Just never watch it. Yeah, don't even waste your time with it. Um, no. So yeah, we will take a short break, and we'll be right back. So, yeah, if you ever have any uh, questions for us, of course, uh, hit us up on Twitter at SHBpod. Um, this week, we have another question from uh, listener Cody. Uh, thank you very much, Cody. Uh, he says, uh, hey, guys, what movies would you recommend in the zombie genre? Um, I don't like The Walking Dead. Well, I agree with you there. Um, but I like George A. Romero films. Uh, of course, don't we all? Um, so, yeah, thanks for that one, Cody. Um, I mean, this is a very wide open question. Um, mm, there's a lot of different movies that obviously span the zombie genre whether you're looking for what old you stuff as a zombie? This, yeah old stuff new stuff is very different very different styles of zombie movies um yeah obviously i i'm glad that you don't like the walking dead as well but yeah what what do you what do you think about this one i think you should just give walking dead a chance no i'm joking <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> it gets good guys just just sit for all the terrible ones like it gets it gets to, to a solid level of mediocrity <laughs> <laughs> um 
Well, one that I've recently rewatched is um, 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later. Yeah. Um, both fantastic British zombie movies. Um, probably my favorite watching them now is 28 Weeks, purely because. Really? You, you, well, purely because you can't get a decent version of 28 Days. <laughs> it looks terrible. I have the Blu ray and it looks like it's come straight from a VHS. It was filmed to the point, on a Nokia 3210. I, I, I believe it, man. Like. <laughs> It's it's a shame because that movie is fantastic. The music is incredible, but it's almost unwatchable because, uh, you know, if you're watching it on a really nice television, it's going to show. Um, so that's a shame. But they're both fantastic. We watched them both recently. And, yeah, they are both amazing. Um, and another kind of random one that I, I'd recommend is Braindead. Oh, yeah. Uh, like is a is a masterpiece from peter jackson like one of the most just over the top like especially i can't remember we've said to cody before about evil dead but like this, yeah. is, this is basically like an evil dead zombie movie so yeah. have <laughs> at it man yeah have arrow ever done like a special release for that film i don't think they have like it's prime for it i was gonna say because i i haven't seen that movie in god knows how long i'll do some research for it. yeah it is fantastic so i really want to rewatch that again because i haven't seen that for ages um yeah i mean obviously there's so much to spring to mind you've already mentioned that you like george romero films you're pretty much set for like a lot of the best zombie movies ever made um Mm -hmm. what i would say is is obviously what i what i mentioned at the start of the show with the news talking about um train to busan um obviously extremely extremely recent but in my opinion hands down one of the greatest zombie movies of all time um I think yeah it's, it's fantastic it's difficult when something comes out new to then compare it to stuff that you've been watching for like 30 years but it's, it is just so good like they nail so many of the fundamentals of, of what i want from a zombie movie there's just so many recent stuff and especially something like the walking dead they just don't understand mm. um they forget that the movies need to be about the zombies and obviously making you care about characters but the the threat needs to always be there and i think that that's what that movie does so well like you can it's it's such a tense uh, ride um obviously Definitely. like if you're not into subtitled movies like that's unfortunate because this is a subtitled movie yeah i was gonna bring this up um it's it's not dialogue heavy like you really don't need to worry about that it's very very limited in its dialogue it is a action speak louder than words type movie and that's why i think it works so well um if you for so kind of a brief synopsis it's basically a you haven't said movie. the film name i did say it train to be did you yeah oh sorry i thought you were talking about something else i thought you'd moved on <laughs> oh no, no no i'm still talking about that um uh, but yeah basically it, it's a zombie movie set on a train throughout the entire mm. movie um which is a great concept obviously like how would that work you know in a very confined space and the way they use space and kind of manipulate it is just it, oh it's so movie. cool it's so cool like each compartment is like a different kind of you know quest it's it's kind of video gamey almost in mm. that way as well it's it's real good um the the what i thought you were going to transition into is record all right um because obviously record is it's difficult because like if you really like romero zombies then a lot of these things aren't your traditional zombie film but for me they still go into that category Um, yeah it's more the fast-paced zombies isn't it yeah yeah exactly which has been the trend for a while um yeah i'm trying to think i don't really know what what zombie movies i've liked in the last sort of I don't know, ten to fifteen years that are in that style of like the old, yeah, school. like the, the the slow ones. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, it's difficult. I have to think about it. If anything comes to mind, mm. I'll, I'll let you know, Cody. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll tweet you. Hopefully, you haven't seen any of those movies because there's some really great ones there. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that that is pretty much this week. Obviously, this is our last sort of traditional show for a while. For oh, we've got some weeks. special things coming. Oh yes, oh yes. So of course, the big one it is our Christmas and Halloween and everything else rolled into one. Uh, fright fest 2018 is Mm -hmm. is nearly upon us just mere days away as of recording um i know obviously you guys are very excited for it like whether you're going obviously have a fantastic time if you're just going to be listening to us and if if you if you're going as well like tweet at us let us know like you know what you're seeing what you're liking and definitely kind of if you're not already follow us on twitter we'll be trying to tweet as much as we can we're uh, at, at shb pod yeah obviously after you've seen the movies as well definitely i would love to hear what people's favorites are um, yeah because obviously we're only going on the two days uh we're going on the thursday and the friday um so especially the obviously the saturday sunday and monday films like if you are going those three days definitely yeah let us know. we should be trying to check out when oh, yeah. it eventually becomes available let us know because there is there is a lot already like a saturday is the one in particular where i'm like oh could we stretch to three days because there is a lot of stuff on saturday mm. that looks really really cool um and then I, i'm really curious about the uh, the closing film as well on the monday but um 
Yeah, it looks really cool. There's such oh, a I'm different so so variety soon, of stuff this year, so yeah, we can't wait. Obviously, we're, we're, we're going to give you the full rundown, like real special shows going over each movie that we watch, and obviously not spoilers at all, because a lot of these movies aren't going to be released for a while. Um, and yeah, and just talk about a lot of different movies um, that we can't wait for. Um, so yeah, that's going to be next week. Really, really exciting, man. I can't wait. Like, the last couple of years, Fright Fest has been so good to oh, us. Like, um, I, I should have put an advent calendar up, because it feels like Christmas, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously the last the last two times we went, they knocked it out of the park. Uh, some really two fantastic two. movies. Um, it's a shame that Free from Hell isn't there in a way. Um, that was next always year, a dream. Man. Next year, Glasgow Fright Fest next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm still, I'm still I'm thinking it. for the UK one. I think it's going to be then. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because like, obviously we'd prefer that, but I kind of don't want to wait that long. <laughs> I know. It's fine. Good yeah. things are coming. We, we, yeah, so yeah, we're going to have all that stuff. So yeah, a lot of like, it's going to be the most amount of movies that we've covered in such a short period of time. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that was episode 106, uh, where we talked about the unfortunate movie, The Meg. Um, but thanks for listening. I'd already forgotten about it. <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. I never could, how could I start that?